You are listening to audio from the Rail City campus of CA Church. We are a church fervently committed to bringing the good news to the city of Port Moody. We hope this message helps you grow in your personal relationship with Jesus. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him all things were made. Without Him nothing was made that has been made. In Him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. The light has come. The light has come. This is our theme for this Christmas season, 2023. Uh, We have this fervent belief that the light has come into the world, even though it feels rather dark at times, doesn't it? Merry Christmas, church. Uh, My name is Cam Daly. I'm one of the uh, pastors here at CA Church, and we just want to wish you a, a Merry Christmas Eve. Uh, if you are a visitor here, or you're, uh, you've come on the arm of a friend, or someone invited you, or you saw something on social media, or on the signboard out, out front, we just want to say you are so welcome here. Merry Christmas from my family, from our church to you, and Merry Christmas, Rail City Church. Uh, it's such a great Sunday to be together. I talked about this concept or this idea that the light has come. But the truth is, is that at times it feels a little bit dark, doesn't it, out there? We hear this message that the light is coming to the world, and yet our experience of the world is not one which there is much light. Have you noticed? Does it feel a little bit darker outside? You know, uh, this transition from summer to fall to winter for me, it, it was just noticeable this year, how the light just seemed to disappear. And I was talking with my, my daughter, Emmy. I picked her up at daycare. And, uh, and she, she asked me, she said, Dad, is it night time? And I said, no, it's, it's not night time. It's not even dinner time yet. She said, then why is it so dark outside? Why is it so dark outside? And I don't know about you, but it really has felt darker as the sun has, uh, you know, risen later. And then it sets so early. And that darkness doesn't, it's not just natural, but I think there's also just a little bit of darkness in the world this year. Wars, more wars, rumors of wars, division amongst us politically and ideologically. And many people have shared that the darkness doesn't just seem to be out there, but for many of them, and they share this with me as their pastor, the darkness seems to be within Maybe at times the darkness even being right here. Now, this may feel an odd way to start a Christmas message. A time that's supposed to be full of wonder and awe, but it's honest, isn't it? It's real. This is how a lot of us are feeling as we survey the world. And Christmas has been a bit of an escape from this. uh, As we put up the lights on our houses and our trees, as we sing carols, as we watch movies that that create in us childlike wonder and awe. And yet when January 2nd rolls around, all of a sudden it feels dark again. And for those of you who resonate with that reality and with that message, I have good news for you. The greatest news ever heard, good news of great joy that is for all people, that the light has come. 
I know you may not feel it, you may not experience it, you might not even believe it, but I believe, and many of us believe, the light has come at Christmas. It has come in a person named Jesus Christ, who was born of Mary in a little town called Bethlehem. The light has come. And this is the big idea that John, who wrote those words we just heard in that video earlier, is getting at. He talks about the fact that the God of the universe, the Word, became flesh and dwelt among us. He talks about how uh, it, through him all things were created. He talks about the fact that in him was light and the life of all mankind and the darkness could not extinguish it. And it all culminates in this line in verse 9 where he says, and the, but the light has come. He says the true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. We believe that. That the light of the world entered humanity. Entered humanity. Came among us. We believe that to a dark, dark world, the light has come. It was in the dark of night 2,000 years ago that an angel of light appeared to Mary. And then to Joseph. And began to speak words over her. Words of, uh, of just this miraculous event that was going to take place before her. The angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will call him Jesus, which means our God saves. The son's arrival on this planet was marked by an angel of light, but it was also marked by a great light, a star that shone in the sky. Look at in Matthew chapter 2, we read a story that the star had risen in the east and had been noticed by some astronomers of that day uh, who've come to be known as the wise men. This light marked the coming of a king, and so they followed this light for days and weeks and months. And it, Matthew records the climax of the story when he says, The star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. And when they saw the star, they were overjoyed. And coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and they worshipped him. Christians believed that this was a miracle. A miracle marking a moment, a significant moment in human history. That as the angel of light appeared, as the star went over the house, it was declaring that something profound had happened. Now astronomers have tried to make sense of this, that perhaps it was the conjunction of Jupiter and Venus. Some have said that, you know, maybe it was a comet or a supernova. But to us, we believe that this light came to be in order to tell us that something was taking place that day in the city of David, Bethlehem. But here's the question. Why did the angels announce? Why did the stars align? It's because the one who said, let there be light, and there was light, had entered humanity. The one who had set the moon and the stars in place had come to live under that light for a season. John tells us the light of the world had entered humanity. And this was good news. This was the moment that the prophets spoke of when they prophesied and they wrote in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 2, the people walking in darkness have seen a great light. Those living in the land of deep darkness, a spiritual darkness, a light has dawned. And it finally did. So do you feel that it's dark outside? The Christmas message gives us hope that the light has come that the spiritual darkness has lifted and that Jesus has illuminated away. What is it that Jesus illuminated for us? There's a number of things I want to share with us 
this morning, I want us to consider that Jesus revealed who God is. He revealed who God is. He revealed who the Father is. Secondly, Jesus lit a new path for humanity. He showed us a new way to be human. And finally, Jesus illuminated the way of salvation. Let me start with this first idea. Jesus revealed who God is. You know, Jesus said some pretty remarkable statements about himself. In John chapter 10, he says, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. If you've seen what I'm like, how I live, how I act, how I walk, if you've looked at me, you have seen God. This is why we still uh, commemorate this season and this event. See, Jesus revealed who the Father was. I want you to consider for generation after generation of, of, of trying to find our way to God. Finally, there was one in Jesus who showed us the way, who revealed who the Father was. Consider since the dawn of time, human beings have been feeling their way through the spiritual darkness, trying to discern who their creator was through pilgrimage and ceremony and sacrifice, trying to discern the divine. And Jesus arrives on the scene and says, if you've seen me, you've seen what God is like. You want to know what God is like? Let me tell you. Jesus was like a light. Revealing who the father was. Reminds me of another story with my daughter, Emmy. Uh, so her name is Imogen Bright, or Emmy Bright. And, uh, but ironically, she likes her room completely dark every night, okay? Every night. No lights. No lights on whatsoever. Not even a nightlight. And so sometimes after turning off all the lights, I'll stand in the room just making sure she's calmed down and she's going to sleep. And she'll call out and she'll say, Dad, are you there? I'll say, yeah, I'm here. I'll say, but I can't see you. I can't see you, Dad. So I'll turn on her little nightlight. And as that small light casts a glow on my face, she'll say, now I can see you, Dad. I can see your face. I can see, one time she said, I can see you're smiling. See, this is what Jesus, the light of the world, has done for us. He's illuminated the face of the Father, revealing his identity, revealing how he feels about us. As Jesus, the light of the world, lit up the face of the Father so that we could know who he was, we did not see an angry-faced God who was frowning upon us, but a God who smiled upon us, who loved us, who wasn't okay with the state of the world, but sent his own Son to change the trajectory of human history. You know, sometimes in the dark at night, as I'm with my little daughter, the light is on, she, she starts asking questions. Now, recently, she, she, asked, she was out trying to figure out how Santa was going to get into the house because we don't have a chimney. This is a real mystery to her, and she's trying to figure it out. And, you know, sometimes she'll just ask, like, basic things about the day. But occasionally, actually quite often, She'll ask me this question. She'll say, Dad, how much do you love me? Knowing that I'm going to reply, so much. And sometimes I'll ask Emmy and I'll say, Emmy, how much does Dad love you? And she'll say, so much. And she'll put her arms out. Friends, the light of Jesus has revealed the heart of God. 
Because of the coming of Christ at Christmas, because of this infant child, we can know that the words of John 3.16 are true. For God so loved the world, he so loved us, that he sent his one and only son. God loves you. And if I could go around the room and make eye contact with each of you and just remind you and tell you, God loves you and he loves you and he loves you. God loves you. This is, I, I would, it is true and the light of Jesus has revealed this to us in such a profound way. But not just that, Jesus lit a new path, a new way for humanity. Civilizations and nations have always tried to discern what was morally good and right. And different nations had different rules. And, but when Jesus entered the picture and he came into humanity, he lived the perfect life that we could not live. He showed us what it looks like. Uh, it, he showed us the, the Father's heart for humanity. He lived different than those around him. He didn't talk the way that other people talk and walk the other way that other people talk. He noticed people that nobody noticed. He was different. It reminded me of a, a friend of mine, Port Moody Secondary, grade 10. Okay? This new kid arrives at school. His name's Jordan Smale. Uh, and, uh, and he doesn't just have a weird name right? But he also just was different than the rest of us. The way that he dressed, the way that he did his hair, uh, he, he, would, he would wear skinny jeans before that was cool and then uncool again. Uh, <laughs> and he was from this small town called Orangeville. And he, he had kind of a uh, Ontario accent. So even the way that he spoke was a little bit different. But the most distinguishing feature about Jordan, what stuck out to him for all of us was this, was that he had this faith in this God and this person named Jesus. And he talked about it to other people. In fact, a number of us, two of us in this room, came to faith uh, through Jordan sharing with us about who Jesus is and inviting us to come. He had this incredible faith in Jesus. And I was thinking about Jordan and, and how he was just willing to be different. Jesus, as he came to humanity, he was willing to walk and talk and live in a different way than the rest of the world around him. He spoke about loving our enemies and praying for those who persecute us to turn the other cheek and not repay evil for evil. He spoke of the value of spiritual wealth, not just material wealth. And he showed us the gr that greatness can be humble, as humble as a child. Jesus was humility incarnate. He valued the least of these in society. He cared for the sick and the oppressed and the forgotten about. He noticed people that other people did not notice. He revealed to us that there was a new way to be human. There was a new way to live that was different than the world around him, especially the ancient Roman world. Jesus, through his life and teachings, illuminated a new path forward for human society. And many of his teachings shape our world and our worldview today. He has been a guiding light for morality and what it means to be good for 2,000 years. Even if you do not call yourself a Christian, the things that you value uh, are because of this person named Jesus. At its very foundational level. And finally, he came to illuminate a new way to salvation. A new way to salvation. In the past... It was through blood and birth, through human effort and sacrifice. It was complicated and messy in order to acquire salvation. 
but he came to make a way of salvation for all who would receive him and believe in him. And John captures this uh, in, in his text in John chapter 1. He says this, the true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, though the world did not receive him or recognize him. He came to those who were his own, but they did not receive him. And yet, to all who receive him, to those who simply believe in his reality, he gives the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human passion or someone's will, but born of God. This simple mean of salvation would have been confusing to the first century Jew or Greek who, who, or Gentile who were neck deep in religiosity and religious practices. And verse 12 would have been seen as revolutionary, seemingly too simple to their ears. Really? Just those who receive him and believe him will become children of the utmost high living God? How could this be? This could not be so. But my friends, this is the truth. You have not been invited into a religion, but a relationship with the living God. And the way you enter that relationship with him does not require sacrifice. And you don't need to be through the proper lineage. But it is for all who receive him and simply believe in him. To receive him and simply believe in him. This Christmas, someone extends a gift towards you, you'll Lift out your hands. You'll receive that gift. This Christmas, you may have someone over to your home, and as you open the door, you'll invite them in. You'll welcome them with an embrace, a hug, a kiss, a handshake, with a greeting. Merry Christmas. You're so welcome here. This is what Jesus has called us to do, and I know it seems simple. Just to receive him. Say, God, you're, you're welcome here. You're welcome in my life. I invite you into my heart. And to simply believe. Simply believe. What Jesus is requiring of you is not this fervent, unwavering, without doubt kind of faith. But just simple belief. Placing your trust and your hope in him, saying, Lord, I believe in God, and I believe, Jesus, you are him. I believe you came at Christmas. I believe that you love me. These simple utterances of belief, in doing so, a miracle takes place. A miracle happens. A transformation happens. I've experienced it myself. As we receive him, as we welcome him and believe in him, something profound takes place. The Christmas story becomes your story. And I invite up the band at this time. The Christmas story becomes your story. What do I mean by that? In the same way that Jesus became a child, we, through receiving him and believing him, become children. Become children of the utmost high the living God, the creator of all things. It says in this text, but for those who believed in him and received him, they will be given the right to become children of God. And, and not through religiosity, not through blood and birth, not through sacrifice and striving, through belief and receiving him. 
And so the question this Christmas is simple, is this. Will you believe in him? Will you receive him? Because I'll tell you what, when you do, it changes absolutely everything. Your status changes. Right now, you're the son of this person and, or the daughter of this person. But in that moment, your spiritual identity changes. The scriptures say rather than being a child of darkness, you actually become a child of light. Instead of a, a spiritual child without a heavenly father, you become the very son, the very daughter of the heavenly father. We gain all of the rights. What did it say? You've been given the right to be a child of God. All of the rights that the son Jesus had are ours. All of his gifts, all of his blessing, the way that he is seen in the eyes of the father, it is given to you. This is the gift of Christmas. And all it takes is this. I receive you. I believe in you. You're welcome here. And it changes absolutely everything. And so to conclude, we'll light this final candle today. Here at Advent, the Christ candle, to symbolize that the light has come and is still shining and will shine forevermore. And I pray that as this light casts on you, the light of Christ would also shine upon you. And so let's conclude by praying together and then we'll sing some more. Jesus Christ, holy child, glory of God revealed. By angelic light, we first heard your name. By starlight, we first saw your face. And now by candlelight, we sing your praise. Though the night is long, you're our hope. Though the path ahead may be dark, God, you can lead the way. And may this candle symbolize the reality that your light still shines today and the darkness will never extinguish it. I pray by your spirit that you will help us to shine. Shine to those in our family and friends and neighbors this Christmas season. That God, that we would share the warmth of your love so that all might believe in you. Jesus, light of the world, shine on us, we pray. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to this message. If you've been listening to our sermons, but you're not a part of a church community, we would love to have you join us. You can go to cachurch.ca slash railcity to find out more information about getting involved in the life and mission of the Rail City campus of CA Church.